0: Sometimes, the universe is a little too difficult on us. Some days, you almost think it's impossible to make it like everything around you is going wrong and that there is no hope left at all. But one must keep rolling because life becomes a little easier when you have someone to share the load with and when you least expect it. The rains will go away like they were never here. And then all will be sunny like the story of the summer. Alive and Kicking with Rahul Bhamni. New episodes every Friday.
1: Great, great. Uh, Hi, Harsh. Welcome to Alive and Kicking. It's a podcast where we share stories, perspectives and opinions. Uh, I think it's 2020. That's the best thing to do today. Uh, Especially in in these times. I'm so glad you made it to the podcast. Um, I think I remember telling you this during the invite that it's a place... uh, kicking is a place for people who have somehow influenced me they've had a share of some kind of an impact in my life and before I begin I have to tell everyone that Harsh uh, and I have met only once in life once. <laughs> only once. once and it was it was when he was uh, he was he uh, was at a zine festival uh, putting 12th up his, of
0: January
1: 12th of oh. January putting up his stall and I have his merchandise and uh, and won't. then yeah, yeah, we walked back till Churchgate, then we took a train home, he got out at Ville Parle and I think that is the time we had, that was, I think it was about that yeah. one hour uh, of being, uh, you know, in each other's company and and it this is the very fact that makes me realise that um, time is no bound to people and it, it is not a parameter to the influence they have. So, that is why Harsh is here, also why Harsh is here, because Harsh is a storyteller. <laughs> Uh, In my opinion, Harsh has been associated with this studio called The Habitat, which probably, sadly, was recently in the news, so you know about it. And he's been associated with it since, I think, quite a few years. Uh, He he started off uh, with hosting uh, poetry uh, mics, Uh, then he also performed poetry. I think he sometimes clicks and shoots as well. Um, what I have known of Harsh is uh, only through his art. So uh, I don't know anything about his career graph and how he's been here, where has he reached. And it doesn't really matter to me. So, it, doesn't, it doesn't. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And I think I am so glad that I know him only because of his art. So that is why Harsh is on this episode, which is called Nothing But Stories with
0: Harsh Shah. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, thank you, thank you so much for, um, you texted me last night saying, do do this and I said no and you still went ahead and did it so I applaud your courage and your, uh, uh, and your, and your kind words because uh, I think, uh, I think, you know how I remember you is when Vivian, this, this amazing person that we both know, Vivian, he, he Send, he took a screenshot of your story uh, and he sent it to me when you first shared a uh, 100 by day and he said hey by the way my friend Rahul he is a friend of mine from college and he shared this and I happened to see it and I was like wow this is this is this is something and I remember we started talking right after that on Instagram we kept talking and it was so cool because we met on such a nice mid path right with whatever whatever we've lived wherever, whatever we've shared whatever we've learned. that was so cool to meet in that road and then See each other like months later, and then we walked from CST to Church Gate. Then took a train from Church Gate to Vilapal. I mean, yeah. to Ville Parle, I got but that whole journey, I think, just before when we started, just before we started this thing, you know, when we were on the call, and you said, Uh, some things just turn out like something just turned out like this, something just happened like this, and I feel like it, it took its own turn, and here we are. And I am more than honored and I am really, really privileged to uh, be a part of this and to be able to discuss this. I am grateful to you for for, for starting this, first of all, uh, these conversations and also having me in them because it, it really means a lot.
1: You totally deserve this and I, I'll have to tell you why because um, I just... I just came across your profile because obviously Vivian follows mm-hmm. you. And then I saw you're doing this amazing thing called 100 Bad Days. And who would have thought, right? Because I'll tell you initially the idea of this podcast was, uh, it was supposed to be called, I, I weirdly it was supposed to be called Will Number One or something like okay. that. Because, because <laughs> <That's very laughs> And it, it was, I'm so glad it is not that. Now it is processed, but the whole idea of the podcast was people coming on the podcast and telling us one bad thing that they've done and, okay. uh, That's lovely. and <laughs> yeah and because because you don't right you always come in front of the camera and you see the the good things that you've done yeah right? nice to you and, yeah, and nice here i you. come across uh, you know this person who is putting out bad days and yeah. wh- why would i want to know about you know why would i want to share my bad days with anyone for yeah. that matter of fact. So, the the very fact that you were ready to do that, I think because we've already done this one episode, now that I can say that I think that is another zone of vulnerability, another side of mm-hmm. vulnerability which people don't have. So, that happened and then I never thought you would recognize my face when I would meet oh. you at... <laughs> I w- I landed up at yeah, <laughs> I was so afraid I was I was firstly I, because I know South Bombay so that wasn't a big deal but I remember walking to your uh, Zine location New, Zine yeah. yeah venue you know and I remember just climbing up the stairs and thinking shit what if I walked I have travelled <laughs> an hour I have walked this distance and I stand in front of this guy who doesn't who does who just looks at me and says. Huh? <laughs> And I was like, what if he doesn't recognize me? But I was just so glad you saw my face and you just said, Hey. Yeah, dude. In that moment, I have I have I'll tell you, I have only felt that twice or thrice in my life where I've been alone for a long time, which was that one hour journey, and then finally meeting someone I know or I think I know you know and then you no. just said hey how are you thank you for coming this that and then I just and you also made it so comfortable you told me you don't have to necessarily buy anything and no. I was like no so I realized that I was firstly majorly I was there for you and your no. and your stall so I had to take something which, was, which I told my heart you know before uh, reaching there. And then, uh, then I obviously visited other artists and I ended up spending about 2k at normal. Yeah, by the way, it's normal <laughs> which, at a film festival. Yeah. yeah, which I was thinking, which I was thinking, if I don't spend at least 2k on the artist, yeah. what, am yeah. I, what am I calling, why am I calling myself an artist for, right? So I was like, it's okay, I've done this. And that's how, that's how, uh, it continued, you know, and I never, never in my life expected that I would ever meet you again. I still don't think so because, you know, life is so unpredictable and stuff. Uh, but we managed to have conversations on Instagram and, uh, you've managed to say a yes to Alive and Kicking,
0: which is, uh,
1: which is a my, baby trick-
0: I, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is my, uh, my honor, honestly, to be here because, um, I didn't know that you were planning a podcast on this time. uh, But it was nice. It was a very nice surprise because dude. honestly, I'm a sucker for uh, postcards, for letters, for mails. Okay. So this mail, when you send it to me, it was not an invite. It was such a sweet gesture. It was a like, I'm not kidding. I read the mail four times. The first time I read it, I read it four (laughs) times. And then you sent a PowerPoint and saw the PowerPoint at least, at least a couple of times. And I was like, man, this feels, it felt very fulfilling. Um, because of what you spoke about and how you spoke about it. And I feel like even at the Zine Festival for me also to be there for three days and meet a bunch of people that I didn't know compared to also seeing you which is a very warm moment for me also to be like oh yeah I know you and it's such a nice thing you know. And uh, I feel like uh, any kind of art when you display it perform it do anything it requires a certain set of sense of vulnerability and everyone who was there including the people uh, who were there to see it like you were there just to witness and experience it also requires a lot of form of vulnerability because you're leaving everything aside you're not stepping you're stepping into a space where you will need interaction you will need some kind of talking to more people trying to understand where they come from all of that so i feel like uh, it was such a nice warm space because that whole room was filled with vulnerability in a way and i feel like um you, you just entered in the right time where it all just like bounced off and and I think that energy continued throughout the road journey and the train journey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I, there are very few people in my life who, who I have walked with, uh, at nine or 10 in the night and, you know, talked about life and told them my things and heard their stories. And then. Uh, And it was, I'll tell you, it was so fulfilling to see you uh, open up that file in the train and so selflessly showing me things that I would never show to a stranger, okay? And I'm a complete stranger here. I'm a complete stranger, okay? And you open this file of yours, which probably has like your life captured in it. And I have those things. I have my diaries and I I, like put my life in it. And you just selflessly put it out there telling me... (coughs) You yeah. know, yeah. Here, here it is, and this is who I am. And uh, you know, if you can accept me for who I am, good, let's have a good time. And if not, I am so yeah. glad we met for these few hours. And uh, so I think that's that's crazy. That I think you're one of the only few people I met on Instagram, and you're like my Instagram friend. I think you're, yeah, <laughs> my Instagram great. friend.
0: I, <laughs> I never thought you and I would tell this to each other where we are, like by the way, Rahul, you and I. Our Instagram buddies. <laughs> yeah, I never, yeah, I didn't, didn't because because I think even before we
1: talked, I must have been at a uh, habitat. I must have, yeah. Uh, yeah, I must have been around ch- to, for this fellow, and you know, I remember picking him up and stuff. But uh, but I I think maybe I've seen you around, but never really had the effort or courage to go and say hi, because you're because you look intimidating, although you're
0: not. Are you serious? i serious. See, people only what give me one you, thing. I like you look really yeah. old. That's the only thing I get constantly. I never get intimidating. So it's very surprising for me to, to get that no, from you. You never uh, got it. What are you saying? No, no, no. If someone listens to my voice, then they're like, then again they come back to, oh, you think, I think you're old. You know? I think, are you like, you know, like 30, 35? I don't know. So, no, I, so for I, me, I, my, my idea of intimidating is you
1: have to be tall. You have to have a oh, great okay. great beard. Great beard. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the idea <laughs> of intimidating. And
0: your voice obviously it is. I mean that's it's one of the nicest oh things. Oh my god. But, I, I am grateful. But yes, uh, I didn't know your uh, your factors included a beard and height. But that's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, because see, you have this thing, <laughs> no, like in your head, you I have it's about perspective. And this is your perspective,
1: which is this great. Is my, yeah, exactly. Great. Thank, thank God my podcast is based on this. <laughs> it is going to give me the right to judge people. <laughs> okay. You're here for stories. Uh, yes. You're one of the people I know who is passionate about stories. So I'm going to take the freedom of calling you a storyteller. Uh, yeah. Which I think is a beautiful tag to have. I think it is any day beautiful than to have a sales executive, or a manager, or anything. You know, I feel storyteller yeah. just feels so homely. Uh, but so this brings me to my first question. Uh, <laughs> I know if this turns
0: into a interview. You did this. <laughs> first question? Really, really, Rahul. are we are we playing a round of? <laughs> KBC at this point. I'm not even
1: kidding. I have like a good list of I saw that. that. (laughs) But but I'm gonna make it make it subtle and make it sound like uh oh we are you know we are doing this very naturally. But yeah, but seriously, when when was the first time you actually thought uh you know I want to I want to tell a story or you know I want to I want to be someone who tells stories, who narrates stories, because you often don't feel this, you know, I don't think so. Anyone feels it when they're 12 14, one random day that they wake up and say, Oh, I want to be a storyteller. Everybody might feel like, Oh, I want to be an engineer, a doctor, a footballer, uh, something, something completely very, very, very usual in today's sense. But storyteller is, or just someone who tells stories is a very weird feeling. So, when did you actually feel it?
0: So um, I did my schooling in Bangalore, and I changed schools in between that. But um, I remember, I still remember every Friday um, afternoon after lunch, uh, the two hours would be reading comprehension. So I used to sign ICSE first in the first half of my life, and then CBSC second. So uh, I'm not trying to take sides, but ICSE had little classier. <laughs> Like classier st- classier stories at that point, right? Compared to CBS. CBC had I, I don't know, like I feel like it was a very international Indian market of sorts, right? So um the kind of exposure to the kind of writers that I came across were very different. So uh, during um, uh, during those times in school, I would really look forward to only English and specifically reading comprehension because that is the only thing I understood throughout my school until fifth grade, till was in my first school, I don't think I understood a lot of basic thing I still think I still think I know only a few things many in- major things in life that a lot of people know I don't know because I never really concentrate so much and i would be very lost uh, so two three sides one is the school side was I would look forward to these stories and whenever I would uh, listen to these stories I could imagine in a real in real time what's really happening right in front of me and I think that gave me a lot of energy to to be able to invest my time in it and be like oh I like I, li- I like seeing it and I like picturing this That was one. And second was sometimes I would like, I would have these games. I would play these games when I was young, which would include me playing two, three characters. And I didn't know I was playing two, three characters, but I was doing these things, Where sometimes I would play with myself. And I would, I mean, sometimes we call it imaginary friend. I just made three characters out of it. (laughs) I like like really different people. And then I realized that, Oh, this is like interesting because there are stories in this. And I realized very early in life that stories, get me. Like I get stories, stories get me. I understand it. That, that it was one of the first few things that I understood with my soul more than brain, technical, you know, objectively understanding something. It started with language aside with the language and teaching and learning from school uh, to reading. And then it went on to observing and imagining uh, speaking. And then I wrote a lot. I wrote a lot, never spoke a lot. Like I, I started speaking, I think when I was uh, 19, I started speaking for the first time in my life. 19, yeah. I like, okay, what yeah. are you saying? I really, I really have been very quiet. 18, I think till 18, I was very quiet. Um, I would be very scared of people. So I would write. So when I started writing, I realized, oh fuck, okay, again, stories. So it all came down to a certain point in my life, some point, uh, somewhere where I was like, I enjoy anything with a hint of story in it. I can understand yeah. anything with a hint of story in it. Later on, what happened was when I uh, started talking to people and I started talking in general and I started because I didn't speak for about 18 years, a lot to very, I spoke to very few people. So when I started speaking after that to people, I would talk about my life to them only through stories. And that's when I realized that, oh, I, I am every element of me is made of stories. Every person that I know is a story. Everything that I know of is from a story. Everything that I have knowledge about is because someone's told me a story in the form of that. And that's how I have just come to this point where I now just dwell in uh, living, breathing, observing, living, writing, performing stories. So that I think it all, all built up. You know, it started with school, it started with reading, it started with writing, it started with observing. And then slowly I started talking about it. So it manifested itself out in like whenever I do. But yeah, I think school. I'm teenage I was. I think I was a teenager when I kind of realized that I had love stories I didn't know if I could perform but I knew that I loved listening to stories you know for stories. me for me it was very
1: different uh, for me uh, I I love the fact that you actually built your own characters and this was crazy because for me it was a different case you know for me it was just okay. um, firstly a lot of love for language a lot of love for language yeah. I remember telling I remember just this one person in my life, or I don't know, some random person who came and uh, asked me, and I was—I this is when I was talking in school, you know. I used to love talking. I speaking was like, a, like one of my favorite things. So I remember talking, and um, and then someone came and asked me, "Are you a Christian?" And uh, I said, "No." Why? Uh, and he said, uh, "Because your English is so good." And I was like, it, "Oh." Wow it stayed with me so strongly that uh, it became like a life motive to to prove to people that i could be a non christian and my english would yeah. still be good you know and and i blatantly would tell people that i am a maharashtrian Okay, my parents oh, wow. are not, yeah, my parents are not that graduate, you know, not that educated or they're not graduates, but I can still speak good English. So English really became a very, very close part of my life. I hated the grammar. I hated the grammar. I think the okay. passages were my favorite passages part were my favorite. And then I remember just observing people around me and I felt like, you know, oh look at, you know, look at father or look at mother, or look at auntie, uncle. And why are they... Why are they the way they are? You know? What is their story? You know? So I really wanted to talk to people more and just understand why do you behave like this? Like if you if you really come across someone who is arrogant and you just feel like, Why are you so arrogant? Like tell me why are you so arrogant? I want to know why you're so arrogant. Yeah. Because you were not born arrogant, right? So something made yeah. you arrogant. So there is there was this complete sense of finding the reasoning of of human behaviour. And I think that's what made me want to go. And and by the time, I was so surprised when you told me that you were 18 when you started talking. I have been yeah. talking since I don't even remember. Because because I think when I was 18, I was on fire. I was like, you call me on a stage, I'll stand. But, but it was completely different when I was asked to stand on a Habitat stage. You know, when I went on a Habitat stage... I was so shit scared and and that was the day I realized that I had been on stage for probably hundred times before, you know, but I never used to mug up, you know, but when it comes to narrating a poetry, you have to remember a poetry Yeah, and and, and Vivian always questions me saying, but it's your poetry. How do you not remember it? Because there are a lot of poetries you write. So it's yeah, very difficult yeah. to remember oh. every line, but that it was the a- day. That was the day when I ha- performed first time in a uh, habitat, and I felt like. I know this. Which year was this? This was last year, November, when I was leaving uh, for my hometown or something, and it was when you guys were doing those uh, poetry tournament. Uh, it was probably I the seventeenth, seventeenth tournament. Yeah, and I was.
0: So here's the deal. Uh, I hope that things begin like begin soon. But when I come back, and if I host, then you have to perform, dude. If if things work out. Sure. Have to do this. Yeah. Thieke. yeah Fine. I'm taking you. Okay. I'm taking you on record right now. <laughs> so now you can't, you can't say, I don't remember shit like this. Okay. Like I didn't do this. Thieke, thieke,
1: I think I have thought experience experienced now. I think I'll, I'll, ah, bas, bas. you tell me tell one me month. Sorry. Huh, huh. You, tell me. you tell me one month prior that you're doing this
0: and <laughs> <laughs> I'll prepare every day. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I, I hope uh, we, we get to know it now, though. But um, uh, for me, uh, it's been very opposite, though. Like, I never spoke, you know, and I think the result was, you know, how that, that tap theory is there, right? You open the yeah. tap, there's no water, there's nothing. The when you open the tap, there's a lot of water, it all flows. For me, right now, my tap's open for the last six, seven years. Now I can't. Glad, I'm glad it now, is. You're pouring, that, you're pouring, you're pouring. <laughs> so. It would, earlier it would feel like, oh shit, am I, you know, am I speaking too much? Should I not? But then I was like, Yar, 18 years baat mein, to hai, I don't care. And then eventually I reached a point in life where I was like, it doesn't matter. If I want to do it, I'll do it. I really like doing it. And I started enjoying talking a lot more. I think in the last few years is because I met different kinds of people and again, their story them, because I believe like everyone is a walking, talking, breathing story who's just yeah. like... And you are with them in dip- like we both are, you know, you are in a different chapter in my storybook and I'm living in a different chapter in your storybook right now at this very moment, in different parts. Yeah. And so are we with different kinds of people in different, different spaces. So I feel like uh, after realizing that I can talk and then I, I I could not, I would slowly, I stopped feeling scared. Um, I realized that it's really nice when you meet the kind of people and talk to them, for example, like you and I met and I I, I whatever stories, and that's the thing for me. You can't obviously, you know, read one chapter of the book or three pages and be like, yeah, this book, is novel you read, story book it's unlimited storybook. Hai. Especially in terms of a it's fun because it's never ending till a certain point. So you can constantly keep, you know, reading sto- new and new stories from that book and you'll never run out of stories if you choose to, you know, see it that way. Um, So I feel like it's interesting that like what I know about you is now I know a few chapters, a few pages in your life, in your book, but I look forward to knowing more and more stories and more and more like, you know, things in time.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's a beautiful thing because uh, sometimes we really, we, we, I think we judge too soon. We judge too soon uh, when it comes to people, when it comes to their lives, when it comes to how they've been. And I and I'll I'll admit to doing this because I was someone who did it, and I have grown to unlearn it, to unlearn this process of letting people be themselves, and you know yeah. being okay, being okay with who they are, and just just taking my time to know them enough well to make a judgment about it because i know in the end we all have to make judgments about people who they are how they are what they what what place they hold in our lives but but i think we should uh, we should at least take enough time and this time could be different for everyone i mean it doesn't have to be you know two days two months it could be two years for someone it could be a lifetime for someone so i think because we've judged people too soon yeah Uh, Next would be, where does a story arrive for you? Where, where do you think is the, is the origin? Uh,
0: Where does it come from? Uh, Dude, everything is a story. Okay. Honestly, everything is a story. Every moment in my life is a story. I'm not even like, and as cliche as it sounds, I truly believe in it because whatever happened with you and what was going to happen with you on this call. I'm going to talk about it to my brother at night. When we go to the terrace to stargaze. I'm going to tell him what happened today, which is a story. And then if he remembers some experience like this, which is honestly what's been happening between the two of us from the last four months, my brother and I just go to the terrace, uh, uh, I take my camera, I take some random shots of the sky. We talk about a lot of things. We listen to music. Some days are quieter. Some days are a lot of talking. So uh, I feel like it's all about whatever you are living and how aware you are about it. And I feel like every moment for me translates to a story because like if something happens here specifically. Again, tomorrow, or the day after, I'm going to talk to a close friend of mine. He might uh, come over if I talk to him on phone, um, or if it's in my head for that matter, who's another really close friend of mine now. And if I would talk to her today, I would randomly just lay down, Ki, achha, by the way, this happened. Because I feel like everything is a story. It depends on how you look at it. I mean, obviously, there are structure- there are different, uh, you know, depends in the way it's structured. How What can you call a formal story or whatever? But for me, I think every moment in life, is like, like living a story because it's it's exciting uh, in a way. And I feel like it's very weird thing. Like, for example, as small as right now, my brother and my goal is to get our parents to watch all the Marvel movies in a sequence. So right on 15, <laughs> We finished three out of 22 or 23. So we have another what to go. So maybe in a month or two, we'll be there. And like now when I'm telling you all, this is very exciting. And the experience that I had from it, from the first three movies and the remaining 18, 19, 20 movies I'll have is someday when I'm going to come and talk about it will turn into a story. So I feel like yeah. uh, inspiration for me is is everywhere in terms of like stories because everything can be a story. And, and the thing is, I have this side of my brain which personifies things. So I give life to a charger, to a phone, to my camera. I talk to my camera sometimes and it doesn't focus at the sky. I'm like, oh, are you doing this? Uh, that <laughs> is like, so oh, somebody, you gotta like you gotta meet me halfway um uh which is also the reason like i didn't have a lot of friends while growing up so when i played these characters for me like one each character was a life and each object was a life of its own so i would kind of like kind of like build these uh, this weird multiverse around and that's why right now also all of these things are part of like uh, something big and i'm hoping to do something by personifying objects and creating art because i have an idea but I don't know how it will turn out. But the point is that stories are everywhere, man. Stories are... So So
1: there is no end. There is no beginning. It's, no, it, no, It could be any moment. It could be any...
0: We're always in the middle of a story. <laughs> we're, we're, we're,
1: yeah, we're in the middle of a story.
0: There's no yeah. beginning or end. It's always in the middle, yeah.
1: Uh, hmm. I have to take you to another segment where I tell you that I have three of my favorites. 100 bad days so obviously oh, i i managed to stalk you a little and uh, <laughs> and 100 is a lot so i didn't go through all of them I, I have to be honest but i but i went through so i remember whenever they were released i was super excited because i, I hate to say this on camera but i was one of those people who would constantly send harsh grammar mistakes in the <laughs> in the yeah. stories i would tell him listen the comma is yeah. missing listen the spelling is wrong and I appreciate and, it <laughs> and in I the beginning, i used to feel pathetic i used to be like shit here is this man who's trying to achieve a goal and i am here telling him that he's missing a comma or a full stop but but eventually when you accepted it when you you know told me that you know you take it as a learning experience and you write them you write them in a very in a flow, so you write it in a flow, and which is why it, it makes sense that you could miss a few things, right? Yeah. So I have to tell you my favorites. Uh, so weirdly or no weirdly, uh, the first one has to be my favorite, which is P break, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is yeah. P break, <laughs> yeah. because because I resonate with it so much, and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you, I sh- I shared it with my brother, and he was like, yeah, dude, this this has happened with a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and I remember just peeing in my pants all the time, all yeah. the bloody time. Yeah. Oh it God, wouldn't stop.
0: it wouldn't stop. Why, why is this happening? Okay, and you I'll know, tell you why, why it was, was so happened? bad. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, you sing, you sing, you sing.
0: No, no, just like how bad it was. But for me, I think so. I don't know what your like specific reason was. Okay. um because I realized the contrast in that sense in, in school times. Because I was very scared. Okay. So I'd never end up asking my teacher, uh, can I please go to the washroom? I could see some kids do it, but I would I would really freak out. So I would be like, maybe maybe like maybe I I I should ask. And I would feel really scared. So I would keep it I would like hold it. Hold on to it to the last minute, and then if the bell didn't ring, then uh, then then uh, whatever God wanted me to do, I did. <laughs> but Ex- exactly, yeah. you know,
1: and and yeah. I'll tell you because uh, growing up, uh, firstly, I, I was I was a very I think I consider myself a very obedient <laughs> student. So I used to ask the teacher once, and if she says a no, I will shut my mouth. Oh wow! Okay. But I no, remember. Yeah, but I remember <laughs> a couple of, like you said, a couple of these classmates who would go and just say, Yeah. Yeah, and
0: you
1: know, I never had the balls to do that. And I remember just peeing in my pants because and feeling so helpless doing it because I was like, firstly, I'm embarrassed. I don't know what to do, you know. And then I remember be having bad dreams all my childhood, you know. So, I, I, no, just, just generally oh, okay. things, you know, oh. because i don't know and and i remember uh, be, i used to pee in bed till 7th grade and it felt bad and i and i don't feel cool, anything man. yeah and yeah, i don't feel cool. anything yeah and i don't feel anything saying it now but i used to feel really embarrassed about it earlier but but i remember just peeing in my bed till 7th grade and my parents just wondering uh, what why? is up why you know what is up like what is the problem like uh, can you not understand like they wouldn't just tell me like you're, you're doing it wrong or you, they wouldn't yell at me but they just wanted to know what is it why is it happening constantly and like are you afraid are you scared uh, so so I remember which is why which is why P break becomes such a beautiful uh, story yeah. to latch yeah. onto for me and I'll tell you this uh, this this stanza the, or not stanza I mean just these lines the which lines I really true. yeah, yeah uh, which I really loved uh, I'll tell you wait a second uh yeah it says I had all of it planned that as soon as this was over I would run to the washroom this is so as okay we plan this all the time yeah. in our head <laughs> this is so as unfortunately they had a uniform check as soon as prayer got over now yeah. my mother my mother was obviously responsible for all my dress code I was yeah. so sure she hasn't screwed up because you have yeah. so much confidence in your mother no you're just like nah, yeah. Ye toh, main toh wala yeah and then yeah, the, <laughs> Yeah, and then the climax comes. But my socks—they were a little <laughs> dirty, so I was asked to sit in the basketball court with the rest of the defaulters. As we waited, the heat hit me. But just to remind everyone, this is Bangalore, okay? Yeah. And this is this is to everyone who does, who hasn't been in Bangalore, right? So no, you, its a, a great—it's a great introduction to this first story, saying this is Bangalore. Winds still blow all over the year. As I sit there controlling my urge to the natural act of peeing, <laughs> I cannot tell you how beautiful you made peeing, peeing sound as a process. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and I remember, and I'll, I'll tell you because when when these were released, okay, and this was released on first June 2019. Yes. When these were released, I wouldn't analyze them this way, okay. But it's been a year of being a story person, and now I can sit down and analyze these in a different way. Earlier, they were just stories to me, you know, and yeah. it says, uh, winds blow, winds still blow all over the air. As I sit there controlling my urge of the natural act of thing, the wind blows and I let everything go. And after 10 yeah. minutes, they ask me to get up and go to class. That's it. That's it. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love this part because it just... It's. I think it's personification to the process of peeing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's giving it a human feeling. It's telling that you know it has a life of its own, and yeah. uh, so pee break makes it to my first uh, thing. Um, and I, I can understand it probably has a little special place in your heart because it was the first. Second is the second is this. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love how the. I, I love how we are just analyzing this, it's, it's this beautiful title called Crushed, <laughs> Epi- oh, episode, episode, episode 28, Crushed and oh, I'll tell you, this is, this is so Indian cinema, Harsh, I'm telling you, it begins with, she's the one, she's the one, I said to Harsh Raj, he's my mentor yeah. teacher friend yeah. and someone who has guided me over the years without asking for anything he's the reason i made it through school from 8 to 10th ten, ten. and i i'll tell you I, and i'm telling you the i selected these because they are my favorites because i have I've resonated with them. I have someone from my school who has helped me grow over the years. And if I had a crush, which I had one, and I told (coughs) it to my one friend, yeah, yeah, he went. And my friend was so smart enough; he went and he told it to the class teacher. And we were like about, and we were really dumb. Okay, I think it was first or third grade. I don't know. And I was so. Very early. Very early. I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's been the longest and uh but yeah this this crushed makes it because firstly the title yeah. crushed ed yeah what a what a clickbait thing i'll tell you, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> and then you also give this subtle uh clue that what the story is about yeah. so so crush made it to my thing because you um uh, because firstly, you made it sound very beautiful. Okay, you made this process of uh, just standing up for yourself, just just uh, taking the courage to go out there and you know to say that okay, I like yeah. you, or you know, I, I and and it's such a it's such an integral part of every boy's or any any every girl's life when they're growing up in teenage years because there's this phase when you when you feel it and you you just think this is the one and you gather everything you have and uh, you you go so i think crushed made it to that uh, list i'm really glad <laughs> and and i'll Rush tell you
0: time in my life, so, time Hera,
1: time in my life. So, Hara, i i i would really I would have really loved to pick a lot, but but I I told myself no, Rahul. Three three is the three is the <laughs> number you have to pick. Three. We can uh, we can
0: do this without the recording and just two of us discussing uh, the other stories, which Hena, exactly That's right. Role, yeah. so whenever you are free, yeah.
1: And and uh, the third one, obviously, yeah. uh, it was so unexpected. Okay, mm-hmm. I never I never thought this was coming. But yeah. Idli,
0: yeah.
1: Idli, idli, idli oh my god wow <laughs> idli because yeah, who who thinks of ending ending uh, his 100 days with yeah. idli you yeah. know it's like it's like you built me up you know it's like a movie you built right. me up yeah you and made you, you like wo pura love story ho childhood ho life story and yeah. here we are at the climax yahan pe wo hero fight <laughs> And your 100th your, your episode comes out, which is Idli. And yeah. I felt like, I, I felt, I so felt like messaging you that day saying, Harsh, seriously, Idli? It, it has to be Idli. But but yeah, Idli makes it to that list, yeah. But love, yeah. I think it comes, it comes a full circle because you again go back to yeah. Bangalore in this
0: story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's sort of... That. I also feel like the person who, who, who was... Uh, when I was in that phase when, when I wrote Italy as in like the, the 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 young me the youngest me who who that story uh, is about um I felt very reson I, I resonated with that person over all of the people after that until till that day till the ninety nine story who I was and I, I sat and thought okay what what should I do? Italy is the first thing that really that, that story comes from it right? because I've also heard the story through so many other people, okay, and I have a I have a nephew, so a nephew of mine would uh, now he's now he's grown up, but when he was a when he was younger and he was like uh, I think he was in first grade second grade he would eat dinner every day as my sister would tell him the story and only then he would read uh, only then he would eat food eat while listening to this Idli. yeah while listen to the idli story and there are times where he's repeated the story to me. And it's done, and I'm like, that's so pure, right? That's so pure the way he did it and the way he sees it. Um, so I think it. One is yeah, it, I wanted to bring it to a full circle because uh, starting from the bottom, now we are here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so full circle. Uh, but apart from that, I feel like yeah, I resonated to that person the most because I feel like I was that person. You know, like I didn't. You know how. In that point, as a kid, I looked at Italy. I didn't care what my family is, what my safety is. All I wanted was that one thing I go for it. And when I was doing my hundred story, as a person, I felt like that. Where I was like, I don't care if I'm going to walk, cross the road, a main road, go on the other side and look for Italy. The same way that I look at the things that I'm doing, like art. You know, like in a way where I reached that point where I was like, I look at my art this way, where I don't care who's there. I'm going to cross this road, no matter how difficult it is to cross the road to get what I want to, if it's available on the other side. Or something like that, just because I want it at this point. So I think, uh, yeah, that's and why. You know, I, and, and you
1: know, you know, I really think only if we could gather the money to make this into a mini web uh, thing. Yeah. Each each episode, you yeah. know, I think hardly he'll, he'll, what you will probably make like fifteen minutes. Like, but but just to make the fact that uh, if we could turn this into a movie, if we could turn this into a that's show. A it's, it's, a a, a, it's a like, road, it's a funny like funny i can road. totally i can totally imagine you crossing a road in you know in bombay in yeah. bombay taking yeah. 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 you yes. know like I, because that's how i see it right i imagine i imagine a small child peeing in his pants standing in the yeah. line uh, yeah. you know or just walking up to that girl before being crushed you know so all of all of that and it just feel like only if we could have the financial capacity to turn it into Something yeah. visual. Uh, but then I,
0: uh, now I'm planning. Now I'm like taking into consideration because I didn't think of this. I have two, three other things that are in surprise. I mean, that are coming, upcoming for hundred bad days. I'm I'm planning to start it again. Give it a life of its own. And give it a space of its own, and do a lot of lot more things with hundred bad days, and let it be and open it up to the world, and then collaborate with multiple people, do things. So that's coming. But I never yeah. thought of my own stories as 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 small snippets or films or anything, but yeah. it's very interesting. I will consider it. I will consider Yeah. Or it.
1: even or even if not live, you know, I think one day when we'll have a lot of money, I think you should pay someone to make it graphically. So it becomes oh. a it uh, becomes
0: a visual so, story. Funnily, you're in for a treat because I'm planning something similar for the next uh, thing that's coming up, which is where we are we are we're we probably going to use the same stories with different graphics on it and different kinds of um, something relating to the story elements on the story coming together. Uh, so that's going to happen. But it's also going to be more open to the world. As such, I want more people. I want to do it with more people. And the good part is, I mean, also the interesting part, just skipping a little bit ahead of this is that I did this on your back and there's this guy named Dhruv okay, on Instagram. His his Instagram handle is uncensored underscore Dhruv. He started doing it this year and he is I think in his 40th or 50th or a little more than that stories right now. He's also doing a hundred by day honest thing. And I was like, dude, that's great. Because this is not mine as such. It's the world's to do. But dude, I just yeah. did it. I just did it. Yeah. I just maybe someone has done it somewhere. I don't know about it. But in my circle, in my space, my life, I'm the first one to do it. But that doesn't mean I own the idea or whatever. And it's so, exactly. so cool that he also got inspired and did the same thing. And 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 when I was also doing it, uh you know. A bunch of people that I knew did it till t- for, for 10 stories for 12 stories for 20 for 22 and I was like dude if as long as you do one also I'm good because the whole good. point of the activity or the extent was to do one thing and and uh, yeah man it's 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 giving me back in in more ways than one and it's helped me realize what all I have seen in life and what kind of interesting and amusing and absurd days I've seen and what makes me me basically
1: yeah I think I think the fact that even one person was impacted and could could take something from 100 bad days I think your, your job is done your purpose is served uh, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to call this section uh, what's in store Harsh and then release it separately saying <laughs> what all things Harsh is going to release so you yeah. can look forward to it <laughs>
0: I have a bunch of things. I have a bunch of things. I'm so
1: glad. Yeah. I love the fact that you know you've taken lockdown as a period to prepare uh yeah. for for a long run, you know, and I and and because I know you, right? Because I've spent the last three months just thinking about alive and kicking. And now yeah. the fact that yeah. I'm able to sit in front of a laptop, look at you and and talk and see alive and kicking being processed, you know, going through those yeah. stages. And I, I'm I'm going to be completely open to all sorts of responses, you know. Even if nobody lo- nobody watches it's *Alive okay. and Kicking*, yeah. it's okay, you know. If if everybody loves it, if, if if it successfully manages to go on to another season, I am going to be crying, you know. But 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 that's fine, you know. *Alive and Kicking* is right now in process, and I'm because I know what it feels like to create your own thing. So I'm so glad that you have a couple of things coming, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I'm I just wish you so much luck for that then we have to get to this part where you tell me how did you come to bombay how is the bombay story <laughs> bangalore to bangalore to bombay how okay so
0: 2015 um, february 2015 i am in my third year i'm studying in christ university in bangalore i did my bba hey, how is how is christ how is christ I mean, do you want uh, do you want my experience? Do you want <laughs> generic experience, or do you want a very nice flary answer about Christ? <laughs> no, I just want to.
1: I just want to know that uh, for for a person living in Bangalore, what Christ means. Because out here in India, everybody's like, oh, you want to go to a uh, do like a masters? Yeah. Uh, Christ,
0: Christ is the place. Yeah. No? So, so, uh, so honestly. Uh, I mean, it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it you know, when you're going to apply, please go to and do it for this specific one. And I applied for Christ in junior college. I didn't get it. Uh, so I went to some other college and I came back and I applied in degree and I honestly didn't realize and I didn't think because there is a competitive, like how you have uh, to banglore come calls there, compared to Bombay in terms of that. Like Bombay every area has like with their own clan going on. Compared to like uh, Bangalore, where you have very few colleges, but they are very good and they have competition between the two. So, Joseph is one, Christ is one. So, I I, I applied to Joseph, I didn't get in. And I thought Christ is better than Joseph, so I probably won't get in Christ. But I got it and it was very surprising that I did. <laughs> but apart from that, though the campus is really good. I looked at Christ as a way to as an honest platform as a place because I, I'll tell you something Christ uh, as a college uh, was fine about uh, uh, academics. They were okay, honestly they were okay about academics and they were very very pushy and borderline annoying about cultural. Up, yeah, I you know you're me. It, yeah, yeah, so you have to so and I didn't realize but I somehow just blend into these spaces and groups where I started doing theater. I started uh, hanging out with this group of uh, dancers who became my really, really close friends and I couldn't dance, but I would just hang out with them. And I would just hang out around performers as such. And a lot of people from the arts department, because like uh, a lot of my classrooms from BBA didn't really give insightful conversations. I didn't really have a lot of, I didn't connect to them a lot and they were all from outside uh, Bangalore. So they would really have their own group and they would do their own thing. So I would hang out with my own friends, mostly from Bangalore and a little bit from outside. So I feel like Crest was a good place where I met. Uh, I met different kinds of spaces, energies, learned a lot about people, Learned a lot about people. I performed on stage for the first time there in front of 2,000 people in a play and I think that and 4,000 eyeballs when they're looking at you, I mean it was a very surreal experience and that's where I realized because I um, even in 100 Back Days there are some stories where I've spoken about being on stage and really doing miserable, like miserably failing and, yeah. and fortunately uh no part, no part of me told myself that listeners should stop doing this. I never uh, tried doing it because of bad at me. I just never thought so much about it. And then when it came to Christ, I think I was way more confident. And I, I liked that part of me where I'm like, Hey, I know I, ha- I can do it. I'm not, I'm not that scared. And I think that transition to a lot more things. And then when I came to Bombay and other things happened, I grew more and more as a performer. But so Christ was that Christ was a great place for me because I used it. I used it for all sorts of socializing, networking, growing, uh, learning. Uh, achieving things, uh, going for fests, like business fests, because I learned that side also because I didn't know what I'm going to land up doing life. but then this is it. So, so 2015, uh, February, I'm there and you know, we have placements. I knew one thing for sure that I didn't want to sit. And uh, said for placements, especially for a corporate uh, office, because I knew that for some reason an office space like that or a cubicle makes me feel very suffocating. And I wanted a, a space which is more open or more vibrant or more space where I can walk around and work or do things like that. But I never imagined that, like, what it will be. I just thought, Ki, ha, ko pata kuch to hai, let's figure it out. And then I um, started looking for stuff. And then what happened was Teach for India, which is this NGO, which where you can um, sign up and you will uh, get a fellowship for being a teacher for two years, and in that fellowship you can teach in a underprivileged school, underprivileged or mainly it's a low-income private or public school. All uh, and that uh, they are uh, running in eight cities in India. So they had come to college and I don't know why, 15 seconds into looking at, so they came and started playing this video, you know, our entire uh, third year started playing this video and I knew most of my classmates were not interested because they were all looking for either MBA in uh, somewhere in the uh, UK or Europe or they were, uh, or some of them had family business or some of them had other plans to start up or something. So. And, and, and honestly, uh, to clear out, I don't know if a lot of people uh, feel like there about Bangalore, that it's a place where startups exist. I want to reaffirm your belief that it is a place where you will meet every third person who will be like, bro, startup chalo karte." It is literally that. Like you, you are you serious? Off. Yeah, it's very, I know so many of my own friends who are into startups. So
1: I think Bombay so. is also not that much of a place like that. I think Bombay. Yeah. I, yeah, you won't come across every third person or fifth person saying, I'm going to start a startup, you know. I think a lot of people were
0: settled in our are, are here in yeah, Bombay. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. That's what happens. A lot of people have found also because one, it became a startup capital at some point over the years. And second, they got a lot of capital like investment from a lot of companies, um, either like angel investors or foreign like investment they got from places, which was really good like that was a good kind of stuff uh step up for a lot of all the people who had ideas but didn't know how to go about it because they got mentoring and they got funds so anyway so uh, i don't know why 15 seconds into the film they were showing like a film introduction film of the of teach for india and 15 seconds into it i was like dude i want to do whatever this is i to do it it seemed like a very fun thing to do um and i like kids i know that i knew that much but i didn't know anything more than what this job does so I started applying and I was one of the very few people who applied, like maybe like five or six people from my entire batch of 300, 350 people that must have applied. Wow. Five or must have applied. Yeah, I think 10, 10, 12 must have applied for my department and uh, uh, now the thing is, I slagged a little bit and I said, Teach aaram se karunga." and India ka application in the first few process is a little lengthy. So if to write essays, you have to, write, uh, you have to for, for, uh, fill forms, all of that. And I remember this person who was the HR at that point at Teach for India, who was working out of Bangalore, just called me and said, listen, just do it. Like, just, just fill it up. Just try it. You know, you never know what uh, it is. And uh, I did everything and they had an hour long interview, which was a conversation more than an interview. So I finished that. And what happens there is you, you get to, up like, uh, from Bangalore, Bangalore in 2015 was the first ever year that they were going to start Teach for India in. So in a way, it was nice and fun because it was starting. So it would be nice. But then I was like, I, I don't want to go to Pune or Bombay or Pune, Bombay was my first option, Pune was my second and, and um, what happens is you have to give them a preference and they choose like 50% of what you want and 50% of what they can provide. They it can out. provide. Yeah. It, excuse me. In terms of space, in terms of uh, 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 how you are placed and what grade you're going to teach, does that school have an opening, all of that. So, uh, ye sab chal hai, and, uh, I applied for Bombay first, Pune second, and Bangalore third, because I was like, I didn't know how they worked exactly. And I was like, if I don't get it, at least Bangalore safe, but I didn't want to stay because I decided Ki, yaar, hai <laughs> okay, years I have lived in the city with my parents and you get out. And also a backstory 2014, a year before that I had an internship. So i had come to Bombay for that internship and, um, uh, my cousin, uh, used to study there and she used to work there and then she moved back to Bangalore now. But, uh, I, she showed me a bit of Bombay the internship for two months in summer showed me a lot of Bombay and I realized yeah, for some reason, okay, you know how people look at New York. I look at Bombay. I'm like, yeah, this city has something for me. The city <laughs> is shining bright, you know, it's like it's, it's moving. It's, it's running. It's, it's constant. Something, something's there for me.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I, so I want to, I, I, I I knew, I, I still remember this moment, I was somewhere in some part of Bombay in 2014 just before leaving. In May I left, May and I left back for Bangalore after the internship and I just stood there and it was one of those Shahrukh moments in Marine Drive where he said, okay, I'm going to rule this. I just, I just, I didn't say that, but I just said okay. that I, I'm going to come back. I know the city has something for me. I'm going to come back. Something, some something's calling me back and I know I have to come back. So. So then come cut, cut to like when I was applying for jobs, I was like, okay, Bombay is one of my options because I have to go. Um, and also at that point I used to uh, do a lot of theater and photography and I didn't know if photography would fetch me a lot of money or if I would get work. So, and I also wanted to take time off for a while to see if I can, you know, if I, if I really am uh, going to into this field or I need, need to do something else. Mm-hmm. And it was, was a contract. And they were telling you that in two years, they were going to make it. So, and yeah, so Feb February, uh, like January, everything happened. Feb, I remember I got a call, I got a mail and I got a call saying, Congratulations, you have made it. And I think, like, some, again, uh, uh, I don't know, I count this as my lucky stars because it happened in Christ and it happened in Teach for India that, like, tens of thousands of applications come in. And I was one of the, I don't know, 300, 400 people or 500 people who made it out of, like, so many applications. Um, which makes it feels so good. It feels so
1: good that it felt like a call from Bombay. Yeah, Bombay yeah. <laughs> calling you, saying you
0: know you come back. <laughs> so, so, I think that that's what began and I was more than excited and I just began. I was like, listen, I have no plan in mind. But the fact is that I have a job right now. I'm getting someone in Bombay. Let's just start there. Listen, let's not be too ahead of time or ourselves. And I don't think I could th- like right now. I can think ahead a little bit because I've grown like that at this point. But I don't think I could think that. At that point, I was just like, I a job. Mil college ke baad. college se main pass out ho Job mere haath hey, do- exactly. I didn't get it. And uh, when I actually went to train for teach for India for five weeks, I understood a this. What exactly is the job before that? It was more of like, okay, I know it's something to do with kids. I know it's something to do with teaching. I didn't know much more. So I just went into it. And honestly, I think my kids were the reason I actually turned out to be a performer for stories because they were my first ever audience in life. Cause I would go to school every day and tell them stories and perform stories for them. And I think that became a I, because a like few days back, I was just thinking about a lot of my kids. I was talking to one of them and it just hit me how much of an impact they had. So I feel like, you know, in a weird sense, I came to Bombay, like I met kids that also happened because I feel like I get along with kids really well. I didn't know if I could teach, but I knew I could get them to listen to me. So then I would figure out something. Right. And then I started performing directly there. And then I somehow landed up doing odd jobs after Teach for India. Two years of teaching for India for two, three months and three months later, I just lined up a job in Habitat and it's been two and a half years.
1: (laughs) But I have to say a couple of things. I have to say, firstly, I love the fact uh, that Bombay is so romanticized. Bombay is so romanticized by a lot of people. There is this section of people who think... Bombay stinks and i and i agree because because that's that's one common thing between new york new york and
0: bombay it does as much as you feel like this fish everywhere around you as soon as you enter the city it's yeah a-
1: especially for for a gujju you like you maybe you don't i don't mind that. it I don't yeah
0: i i think it's an essence of the city
1: and it is. Voice. It is, and I'll tell you because I've heard people saying this common thing between New York and Bombay is that both of them stink. But but because you romanticize these cities so much, you know, you, everybody just looks at looks at New York as the destination to be, you know, as the place to be, and same goes for Bombay, you know. Yeah. I, and I love that we make it so beautiful in our heads that I have tri- I have been living here since twenty one years, and I never felt like it stinks. You know, I always get up every morning, walk in these streets, and feel like. I am in the best city in the world. I'm at least in one of the best cities in the world,
0: and I yeah. couldn't ask for more. So, yeah, I can't do it. Like, Bombay, <laughs> yeah. The, the energy is so good. The kind of people I've met are so bizarrely beautiful. I cannot begin. So, except the weather, okay? Weather is a general problem for me because, again, Bangalore is very different. And I've been like, my only problem is I've been raised like that, and I've been like, I grew to that weather for 21 years. So, it gets difficult. When I come there and it's very humid and sweaty because I'm not used oh, to Oh, you that. don't
1: like that part about Bombay. Yeah,
0: I don't like, do not. I, <laughs> that's the only thing I don't like in Bombay. That's the only thing. I love everything else. Food, people, place, things, stories, the the whole city, the vibe, but not the weather. Because it, it's, it's been five years now that I moved there. So I feel like now i ja used to, now. if I sweat, I'm sitting, theek hai. Maybe now when I come back, now, this very time, I'm going to again dread it for a few days or a weeks. But I think the last, it took me at least, at least one and a half or two years or two and a half years to be like, okay, I'm going to be okay with it. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get uh, uh, annoyed with this anymore. It's fine. If it's sticky, it's okay. It took me around three years to get used to it. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you, I know know a lot of northerners. Who have come down to Bombay and yeah. who have said that you know you guys sweat all the time and yeah. and at and the same time I've heard I've had friends and I have friends in Pune who tell me that if you're in Pune people don't sweat okay Pune yeah. people just don't it's humid or it could be sunny but you just don't sweat in Pune and it's such a dif- difficult thing to digest for me because years like we are hardly three hours away you know yeah and I, but I've never met someone from the south who's come and said that he doesn't enjoy the humidity in, uh, it it does get, it does get sunny. It does get sweaty. And I I think I'll tell you because we've lived all our lives with patchy armpits and, and dripping all the time that we've never known anything else. Right. We've never known a better environment.
0: No, but I also feel like I'm okay with sweating because I've, I've, I, I've played a lot while I i don't play as much sports, I know, but when I've grown up, I've played a lot of sports, so sweating is okay. But incessant sweating, like <laughs> constantly you're taking a your bath in your own sweat is, is a little <laughs> like, I'm like, look, if I am like this, if I sweat and the thing is earlier, I didn't get this concept. Now I'm okay with it. Earlier, I would take a bath, come out. And I'm sweating like, <laughs> I just took a bath, man, please be with me. So, so, and the thing is now what happens is a lot of times I don't leave home. So I'm at home all the time, so, uh, most of the times in the week. Uh, and then, you know, my roommates come over and they feel very hot when they come from outside and I don't feel anything unless I go outside, so I yeah. found hats. but, uh, it's still, it's okay. And, the, and one of the thing is, you know, when it uh, monsoon, hota hai na, at least Bangalore monsoon, hota hai, to, to, like there's always breeze. So I remember the first ever time I landed up in Bombay, eh, around 7th, 8th of June, 15. 2015. Yes, 2015, the first few time I came and monsoon just began. So we all were romanticizing the fact that Bombay, monsoon, oh yeah, great. And then suddenly we were like, kichar, oh sweat, oh shit, we can't walk So <laughs> oh, it is very contrast because we had to and it broke suddenly. And I remember <laughs> we were near Carter Road. Because uh uh gave us a good uh thing Airbnb and said you stay there for four weeks. So we got a house in Bandra, uh, some four five friends. So we're walking after it rained, and I'm just like, you know what? It's rained, it's gonna be breezy, let's walk. And I'm walking, 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 <laughs> and I'm like there's no tomorrow. And it's so bad. And I'm like, dude, I, I really expected this film. Plus, I'm very I was very influenced by Bangalore weather that way. So I feel like those small things. Now I'm okay. I'm like, I don't care. It's fine. The city is giving me more than, uh, more than sweaty Sweat. <laughs> patches, arm patches. patches, whatever. Uh, but, um, but apart from that, yeah, like, that's honestly one thing I'm like, I'm openly, I'm like, no dude, I can't do this in Bombay. Everything else I'm okay with. Like for some reason, many times I think of this, a lot of people keep telling me that you're going to settle in Bombay. And I'm like, the only reason why I don't think I'll settle is the weather. Cause I don't think I can take it because after yeah. Bombay. Happens. Every time I So every time I come home, every time I go to Bombay again, first three days I'm falling sick. I either, I either have cold cough, I either have fever or I have loose motions or my stomach's not doing fine. It can't digest because um. the weather instantly changes for me. So every time I come back home, I remember the time I came back home, I, my stomach like uh, gave up on me for the first uh, one week. Uh, and every time I go there also it happens. So first three days after always, it's like, you know how you go to uh, Ladakh, you have to rest that day to like... Yeah. You know, for me, it's yeah, yeah. For me, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll tell you,
1: you know, why? Because uh, because Bombay, and I love the fact that it broke your idea, beautiful idea of Bombay. Because Bombay is not that. <laughs> I remember, I remember last year I was on my job, okay, and I I had got this amazing job after graduating, and I, it was perfect. I was getting paid good. Everything is wonderful, and you know, and it's in Andheri East, okay. and. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh it's raining and and i have water filled till my knees and i remember just waiting in that bus okay it's a double-decker bus for like 40 minutes i waited in that bus uh mm-hmm. because because it was not moving and then i was like no this is it you know i can't i can't wait anymore and i took the courage to step down and walk in, in that water. And it was mud, okay, it was mud water filled in knees. And I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna to live to tell this story to the world, you know, that I walked a <laughs> And I'll tell you funny thing, I reached my workplace and they said, Oh, we just gave everybody an off. And I was like <laughs> This is what I really find funny, Bombay, is because
0: का it's yeah. you, you, you will miss it out. And it is, it is, yeah. It is so uncertain. And, and
1: this is, and at the same time, I love this about Bombay because, yeah. because like, I tell, I'll tell you because I've been someone who's traveled for five years from Buribali to Charni Road, okay, yeah. to my college. And I know when you when you say sweating, when you say traveling, I know what you mean. You know,
0: I know yeah. every yeah. single day traveling for yeah. three hours in the train. Yours is peak car in the morning. Yours is peak car in the morning. All the yeah. way from <laughs> to Sunday. That's crazy, dude. I cannot I because I right now I very conveniently choose train train time and meeting time. If someone has to meet me, like even work or otherwise, I will choose a time if I have to travel far in the train when I know it's the not the most most yeah, yeah. I mean, this is one of the most comfortable but for you i what 738 waking yeah. up and then fucking no st- no w- waking oh, up at
1: 530 waking up at 530 and taking oh, a train at 7 can't <laughs> i i know exactly and and it's so uh, it's such a learning experience because i remember just I remember that first day when my parents came to the borivali station uh, to do, To help me to teach me how to read an indicator, yeah. you know, and yeah. they told me this is C means there's church gate. This is the time. F and S means slow yeah. or fast, and you know. So they taught me how to read an indicator, and they, they yeah. put me in a train. And then ever since that day, I just remember every single day is such a fight to get yeah. into the train. Fight. It's like
0: fight is a Bombay word.
1: Fight yeah. Is,
0: <laughs> Like, I'm not kidding, no one I've never heard anyone else use fight, but in Bombay, I like go fight and you understand ki, ha, that's pain, that's a uh, that's that's like a lot of it work. is. It you know, is I, it like, uh, I also feel like uh, the induction program on a railway station is a yeah. very horrible thing. Someone or the other is getting inducted every day into what is C what is f what is like 09 you know you know it's funny it's
1: funny like i have been because i've been asked for directions and i've been asked you know yeah i i don't understand this crazy thing that that those who are not from bombay they just look at few people and they they know by the movement or by the behavior ki bombay wala you know, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. because, because we go, 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 And they just look at you and they like, I think it's Bombay. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: Bombay <laughs> and I have been on the other side of it. where I have literally looked at people and I'm like, where will the concert station come from? Or how do I go from there? And the thing is also because Bombay people are very welcoming, very inviting and welcoming in that sense. Yeah. But, you don't have time. They're very inviting as people, but timely to give that kind of thing. So you stop them and give them, ask them for their time. It's like, yeah, I'll give you my time for like, I'll walk with you. I'll give you that time of my walking. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, walk I'll walk and Be like, oh, this is how, this is how is. I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you three options, but you need to walk in my time. But I'll be nice enough. And, and that's what's very, you
1: know, really very nice. Yeah, I just remember being on my Activa yesterday and at the signal, okay, I'm waiting, and this guy uh, who's in a tempo, and the signal is like five seconds, okay, five seconds. Mein hai. And I, before it is opening, he's asking me, Link Road, I'm like, <laughs> I'm telling you, you right for le, left. Yeah, le, yeah. But signal It's that thing, you know, it's a it's a beautiful thing that you want to help someone, you want to give them your time, but yeah. you just can't, you
0: you know, yeah. that's that, the nature of the city and everyone's that, like it's, that. It's and crazy. People like me and other people who come out uh, come from different places like this who don't live in the same timeline as Bombay, you know, like yeah. Bombay Clock. But so don't even if you don't live in that, you get it blends, you blend into it. Like it's a very weird uh, again induction process where you come into the city and like I feel like it's a it's it's a very weird normal because I trained like a Vasa Vajain like Arake to train. or it's not a normal to, to 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 rush, you know, for anything. Because over here everyone's very laid back. I feel like even Gujarat, when I go there. Uh, and I go there very rare now. I don't go a lot, but sometimes I go. Um, uh, people are extremely laid right back there, like they are like. I am around. So, we Bangalore, the thing is, it's a little more more active than what these guys are, and Bombay is like extreme. So, so I feel like people get used to the 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 clock, like your clock immediately changes the minute you land into it, and you are like, I am walking the city now, and I am going to be here for a few days. Even if people I've seen my friends who come for three four days, their clock completely shifts because they're in Bombay you have to get adjusted to that, otherwise. You can't you can't live there for three four days. You have to get used to it. So yeah. I feel like the charm of the city uh, brings that, and and that's why it's very exciting. Because when I see proper uh, uh, like you, or I think um, you or Vivian people from Bombay who've been there for so long, I can see that that's that completes like where we are. Like in terms of how you see the city, how I see the city. Though yeah. funnily enough, we are at the signal and we are looking at the signal in terms of like. The city is the same for us, but yeah. it still holds a very different value for you right. and it's, home, you know, and it's so weird because you call it home and I also call it home now. You know, after five years, yeah. I, I kind of call it home, and it's very. I'm very so different.
1: glad, yeah, I'm so glad you could you were able to feel home here. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, I feel I feel storytelling makes the storyteller. Uh, it, it, I think you possess a few qualities, it makes you kinder, it makes you believe uh, in love, it makes you believe in uh, belongingness, trusting people. I think there are these certain qualities which I feel normal, people who are non-storytellers won't have, you know. So, do you think in your opinion that if we actually take this, if, if storytelling really does work like magic and it if, if the world takes it seriously... Do you think we'll be able to solve a lot of problems in the world?
0: Hmm, That's very interesting, dude. It's a very, very interesting question. But firstly, you know what? I feel, I believe, actually, everyone is a storyteller in their own sense. Because when, like, for example, okay, just example. If you call yourself, you don't. I mean, you you say I'm not a storyteller, right? And I say I am. Let's just say that. And your, you and I walked from C H C to Churchgate, talking to each other. I don't know what you told me except the fact that I heard you telling narrating me stories from your life so you are also a storyteller because you were able to create I understand the standard definition and impact on that yeah I mean yeah. I mean,
1: we'll, we'll obviously get to the point I, I mean I have to ask you obviously different ways of storytelling it could include a lot of things art, writing cinema, everything etc cetera, etc cetera. but the fact that uh, if, if all all storytelling all kinds of art if taken seriously, if taken for a purpose, if taken for a change, uh, could actually bring bring about a huge revolution and, and
0: you know, also because, you know what, uh, firstly, being heard, you know, being heard, like listening to people's stories more than like, like shoving your own or being like mine is the best, like whatever, because everyone's having an experience. You know, like it really often makes me feel like oh fuck, everyone's having a different experience every single day. Even if, like, for example, even if uh, my parents, my brother, and I are watching a Marvel film together, we all are still living different realities of our own, separate from the combined one. So I feel like first, listening to people's stories are important to bring a change, and second, I feel like slowly it might come. But there's also a difference, right? One side of storytelling is very entertaining based. That's not really made for uh, resolving crisis. It's made for entertainment, and the other side is for uh, kind of um, understanding. But one thing I only understand uh, mainly, then more than anything else, the stories have taught me one thing is em- empathy, and I feel like because of empathy, I'm able to like like listen to you and acknowledge your your your. Like your quirks, your sides, you as a person, things that you have to offer. And in that process, things are happening. And like, just, just as small as how did the whole Black Lives Matter start? Because a story of one such person along with so many other stories of many other people through times of crisis and such harsh conditions and racist uh, environments, you know. Uh, uh, so I'm saying like that story, I'm like, I have not, I've met, like, I mean, I've spoken to so many people over that period where everyone has been impacted the same, even though we don't identify with culture in the USA, we still understand how bad racism is and what can it do to a person or a, family yeah. or a group of people, right? So I'm saying, in a way, that is like a story that translated or transcripted or came in a different form to us. And that is now bringing a revolution of sorts. Yeah. And so in many ways... Me too. I'm not saying those are stories, but I'm saying like, like in the form of like, uh, something that turned into like conversation mm-hmm. between two people and listening to it made it like, made it seem like, yeah. So I feel like there should be more conversation. There should be more dialogues more than anything else. And there should be more acceptance and empathy because I feel like with empathy, you can reach a person's soul. If you, if you have to, if you want to, um, yeah. It's not very surface. It's very deep. It's very within. It's
1: very deep. And and, and I think it's fair to say that uh, being the smartest species living on this planet, we should be the first ones to do this. You know, empathy uh, could change so much. I mean, it's just... I don't think so. If We, we have known a world... That is different than anything but empathy. You know, empathy is is
0: I think it's the answer to everything. But empathy, yeah, but empathy yeah. has been lacking for the last few years and uh, centuries. Century centuries, but years and decades as of now. But I feel like there are people who are who are personified forms of empathy. Who I'm luckily uh, I can say that I am I'm fortunate to have known them. Um and also one of them is you. So I feel like it's a great, great, great thing. To keep this going uh, and also to build it constantly because we all are unlearning. We all are yeah. learning. We all are unlearning. But the the thing that remains and that keeps us us is the fact that we can understand each other. We can live with each other. We can um, uh, be, uh, like, I, I be like, I believe, like empathy is the key to do a lot of things, do a lot of things. Just starting with understanding yourself. You know, like yeah. seeing, seeing why, why? Just being okay with it, being like it's fine, and then going to like your immediate circle and then to the world. But the impact—it's like a ripple effect. You know, it starts with one and it keeps going on. So,
1: so yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think it does. I think empathy uh, has been a has been such an important part of my life, especially because I thought if I wanted people to understand me, I should be doing that first. I yeah. should be understanding them myself. So I think empathy comes from that place. Uh, But, but what it also, um, but I have to take you to this point where, um, where I think just like me, probably you've also spent your childhood listening to stories from parents or books or everything. And there's this very famous story called the rabbit and the tortoise, uh, which, which classic, classic, you know, which tells you not to rush into things not to be overconfident uh, you know and to take you know not to underestimate especially anyone else um, but what the, what the beautiful part about or oh, not so beautiful part about the story is that it has a moral it has a you know or moral whatever you call it it has a moral of the story and I remember yeah. just reading stories, books all my childhood where there would be a story and there will be a moral of the story which is yeah. sabse neiche. same goes yeah. for Marathi books you'll have a and then tat pare, tat pare. What is the What is this? What is the moral of the story? Do you think that we have this sense of obsession when it comes to every story has to have a moral, or or do you think like like right. today today today, today you will see a lot of movies uh, which uh, which have a which have a climax or which have an end which is not so moral, you know, which is not so like. One of my favorites has to be Kahani. I don't know if you've seen the movie Kahani. You know, I never expected her to, you know, do what she did in Uh, the end of the movie, you know. And you expected her to be a very Abla Nari, looking out for her husband and everything, etc., etc. But, you know, the moral changed completely. So, we're not moral policing story, uh, you know. Do you think we're doing that to stories here? Do you think it's necessary that every story has to have a lesson
0: Uh, Or could they just be stories? No, I don't think I don't uh, think that uh, stories need to have moral in any sense, but I do believe that when you're younger, it made sense to have like moral because like, you know, they're trying to make us uh, good humans in a dark world because i yeah. uh, i'm making because the world's already gone darker if we try getting uh for new generations of human to be nicer maybe they will try finding a better um, solution or a way or 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 even look at themselves better but it's funny cuz it's all contradictory cuz they would teach you morals but they would like they would like physically like um not teachers but people you know you would learn morals but then you come outside your class and people would be teasing someone else for or, or they'd be fact shaming your kid at that point, we didn't know these things. Anyway, so that's a separate thing. But I'm saying, like, you learn something nice and then you like you break it. Yeah. Um, I don't think morals are needed. I don't think morals are needed. Because you know what? Like, you don't need a more you don't need a third level of something to be like a story, main yeah, story dekha main I consume kya some stuff. The story itself should leave thoughts yes. in your head, should leave, yeah, should 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 want you, should make you think. I mean, if it's that story, it should make you think. It should make you feel. It should make you uh, question a lot of things because that's what happens when I see pieces of uh, work out there, movies or videos or uh, a piece of writing, where uh, at the end of it, it could be four lines, okay, of, of writing uh, somewhere, written somewhere, and that four lines is making me think for the rest of the day. What more do I want? Do I need a? Do I need a then? Do I don't need it because I'm already thinking. Because the whole bunch of moralists will also let you know that. You know, it's also a way to feed you or tell you things in a way or, or to teach you things, but I feel like, like okay, kids, yes, I understand. to a certain point, you need to like introduce them to society and maybe this is a way to introduce them to, to the world and tell them what it is like and what to do. Um, but, I feel like but
1: yeah, I get your point that, you know, I mean the fact that it's a story, because it's a story. You don't need to Yeah, yeah you don't need to have someone tell you, Oh, this iska meaning tha ye. You know, you don't need that because yeah. phir wo, phir wo question answer ho jaega, phir wo story. Yeah. And, nahi
0: yeah, and then it's like uh, and then it's uh, I uh, there are various ways of it. I feel like discussion is okay. Uh, but i feel like if i'm if i'm if i'm doing like yeah round,
1: you know, maybe 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 your point is like there couldn't be one moral there could be multiple
0: there, yeah, it doesn't mean, have to be yeah, yeah it doesn't How, have to be or Vivian okay let's say two different people you saw p break you read p break you resonate with it maybe Vivian doesn't right but he still maybe like the story not like the story whatever that's up to him so i feel like perspective comes into that so multiple people can take multiple things and i'm okay and i feel like discussions are okay about like like wow, how it happened, what happened, but I feel like I can't be like soon, Ra- uh, Rahul. Do you do you realize like tea break means what? Like you have to always be like like vocal. To, like, I don't know. Like you know, it, it then then would you feel the same before the story? No. Yeah. Ye is ye moral science lecture lecture English ka paper passage aur question answer It's it's very technical. It's not it's not
1: felt. It's so basically perspectives perspectives, which is what. Alive yeah. and Kicking, Alive and Kicking is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I love this uh, <laughs> call, call out, call back. <laughs> I was watching this camera <laughs> zero. He says, call back to that joke.
0: Call back to that yeah. bit I did in the beginning. <laughs> it's call back and plug it. You're plugging in Alive and Kicking uh, very nicely. And call back. I'm learning this Gujarati roots are helping with marketing. Helping. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. I'm so glad I'm half Gujarati. It has really helped. How you think um, your relationship with uh, poetry has been? How you think uh, art is of different kinds? You know, it could be writing. It could be cinema. It could be silent. Sometimes, I mean, you know, even Charlie Chaplin made stories and he, you know, he was able to convey them without even saying a word. And I I think that is, that is, that that is.
0: Charlie Chaplin out because uh, I absolutely so one of the few people I look up to one of it is Charlie Chaplin one of it is Robin Atkinson and these two have again (laughs) silently been able to make the world laugh without even having to say a word the same goes for the creators of Tom and Jerry because I feel like that's the most universal cartoon I have ever come across anyone that I know anyone from I I I love cartoon network has seen Tom and Jerry in their life at least once so I feel like to create art that's universal. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, you brought Acharya Japin in that, that. It's like, it's like, wow. I, I, <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> instincts,
1: A- instincts, Jappi. yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so? so But yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's the thing, you know, uh, what your relationship with poetry has been. What are the, how you think storytelling through different arts? I mean, like, we are not here to only talk about poetry obviously because that's something that's common in both of us but i've known people who are artists who who paint who uh, who do a mimicry who who act who, who are making movies and conveying uh, messages you know and and that's that's the whole point of storytelling and how had to, how has it evolved and uh, and where do you see
0: it going um I think storytelling has always been in our roots. So the thing is, um, I'm reading Devdutt Patnaya ka Jaya, which is based on so, So, and the thing is, I'm very late to the party. Okay. So like, kill me if you want to, but I'm very late to the party. <laughs> and like, Ramayana is something I've constantly seen a lot, but Mahabharat, uh, because it is a blend of so many stories, I didn't know a lot of them. And now I'm trying to really like... Uh, I'm trying to allow myself to go and uh, seek um, uh, knowledge and stories from India, specifically that happened here. You know, folklores, uh, uh, traditional stories. Uh, excuse me, generation of of stories again. But also the thing is coming back to um, the moral part again. Ramayana, Mahabharata is very moral based if you think of it. It is. It is. You know, like good over versus evil and things like that, like all of that. But anyways. Uh, so I feel like I'm not trying to look at it from that side, but um, uh, I feel like I want to understand these stories because stories are the, are one of the finest ways of communication through generations, through people. Like I know a lot about why my dad, why my father's like, like my father, mm-hmm. he told me stories, a lot of stories from when he was young, a lot of stories from when he was in, when he was a teenager, when he grew up, the things he did bad habits he had, the person he landed up becoming, what he avoided, what he continued. So I feel like everyone for me, like I keep going back to it, is a walking tongue story. So that's a different thing. But apart from that, I feel like uh, 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 stories and everything that I've been passing along from generation to generation is a very, very amazing thing. And second... Uh, A very important thing I feel like is one, everyone is uh, in some form a storyteller, even if they don't agree to it, even if they're not a performer-based storyteller, they're still a storyteller. You don't have to be a performer to call yourself a storyteller. You can still be a storyteller in whatever form. And art, like in a way, is storytelling through different mediums. You just don't tell storytelling. Storytelling is also then later on, because storytelling has been gone for years, right? Writing storybooks, uh, giving out novels, writing novels, Um, All of that is a form of storybook. Comics are a form of storybook. Movies are a form of storybook. TV shows, you know, poetry, uh, stories. So there are different forms of storytelling. Like a magician, a mentalist today, when performs a show, they are still, you know, conveying a story through different mediums Um, compared to what I am doing on stage, compared to what uh, Yash say, who's a musician, will be doing on stage. You know, so there are different forms of like, of, of storytelling, which people do attack to. But I feel like all of it is one to express. And second main important, which I always like go back to is I love it. Is the fact that all of us could be in, could be in one room and still sustain every single day is because we are us, right? I can't be you. You can't be me. So what you bring to the table, I will never be able to bring we yeah. can relate. We can relate, right? I can feel for you. I can understand what you're going through, but I'll never be you. And the same way around. So I feel like that's what's keeping us going is because we're able to explore such different forms of story by forms. I say people, By people, I say their lives, whatever they've lived and what if they're written? Because again, writing is uh, writing is us making a product and packaging it because the packaging, there, they're not telling directly, ki, by the way, I had a bad time, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, You know, uh, 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 color it and decorate it and package it and then give it to you. It's the same thing inside. The same amount of pain that you also may feel. But I want to package it a little bit for you in my own sense, in my own way. And we all are kind of like gift wrapping our words and giving it to the world because because we've realized that, you know, um, these words belong to us till a certain point, but now it needs to be out for the world. And that's why there are. That's why it's 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 fortunate and it's great that there are so many different forms of doing the same storytelling. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's kind of doing one or the other thing, and that's why everyone is a poet. At the end of the day, somehow, in some relation. And also, was something about poetry. What about poetry? I yeah. Don't how know. how has how has your relationship with poetry been, and and where do you see um, it going? So, like everyone else. Uh, I'm also guilty of being like, "Hey, bro, do you need to rhyme words for poetry?" And I'm like, "No,
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't know about, I didn't know about, I didn't know about uh, free verse for a long time." And I came across it because of my roommate uh, who I used to live with in RA. Shout out to my RA roommate, <laughs> 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 specifically because I lived there and there are no ghosts there, and it's a great place to live. Thank you uh, so much
1: for busting so, that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so. So Anurag was um, this friend of mine who dropped out of college, traveled a few parts of the country, came back to Bombay, uh, did screenwriting, got into, uh, he's still doing films, writing, doing a lot of things right now. Uh, he's in Delhi right now. So he and I live together and he introduced me to free verse. And I was like, oh, so you can just write like whatever you feel like in this context. <laughs> and like, yeah, just that's what it, that's what free verse is. I was like, okay. So then I started writing, I started uh, trying. And then I uh, go, I remember going to, in January of 2016, I remember going to, uh, no, from 2017, 2017, 2016, December, I wrote my first poem. 2017, uh, I, I, I came back to Bombay after the summer holidays uh, because this is my last year piece for India. From 2017, Jan, Jan, Jan to uh, April was my last three months. So I started, uh, I went to uh, uh, the this place called Q, Q, what is that place in? What is the place in? Cuckoo Club, no, 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 no. Q cafe, Q, t, Q, uh, aray, what is that place next to Wildcraft ka, um, showroom in Bandra near that signal? Uh, I'm from Gorivli, just saying. I'm
1: from Gorivli. <laughs> I'm, <sorry, laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not
0: saying you don't. I'm sure you know the air, guys. Uh, so this cafe which was happening there for Toppen Mac. I just landed up somewhere there and I said, let's just do it. And I did one. And then the second, then, then the first time I did Habitat Uh was again somewhere, sometime in January where I just showed up for a for a tournament and my first few times and I remember writing something at the tournament and I just went and performed. I didn't care if I win or lose. I just went and I realized ki, oh yeah, this is a fun place and I just started writing a lot of poems. I still think I'm a, I don't know, I still think I'm a very growing poet. I don't think I'm right. Yeah, we all are. We all are. Yeah. A natural storyteller than a poet but I really like, I think I've grown a lot and uh, a lot of, pieces of writing that I think I call poetry. I'm like, I think like a lot of it is very um, is very younger me writing, which now when I look back, I feel a little different. Uh, so some of them I've, I've, I've really discarded. Uh, some of them I'm working on. And there are, I think, two pieces of two pieces of poems that I have written that I absolutely, absolutely love. And uh, that's it. And I'm hoping to write more and more and like find my way through it. But yeah, like I I found like a nice way. I found like, you know, when you used to when when you were younger and you would go to these gift wrapping show, uh, stores and you would see Pelle to Halkawala paper, tha, then you saw this really nice like wallpaper kind. So I feel like I'm between that phase where I'm yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to understand how to how to gift wrap these things. But I'm slowly trying to find ways where I can reach the point of the wallpaper. So I can also feel like yeah I'm, I'm happy with, with what I'm doing. So, so I'm creating, I'm trying. Uh, but I think it's a great relationship. I think because it also helps me, uh, I, I think poetry and writing in general helps me seek out for myself and poetry in general help me look out for my most immediate, um, feelings, like my immediate feelings of right now. What am I feeling and why am I feeling like that? And And it's a nice way to understand myself. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is.
1: I hope you write more, Harsh. Uh, uh, we unfortunately have to close this. I think it is. Why? Why? I don't, I don't, I can't uh, keep a track of time. I don't know when we started. But, um, but I think, but I think that's the whole, the whole point of this thing was we're more than just a wallflower. We're all stories. Like you said, we're breathing stories. When you mentioned uh, writing it. Is documenting it, is giving it a life of its own. So they live forever. And yeah. I think that's the purpose of us. If you I think in my opinion, if I have to like, you know, close it down, I have to say we are nothing more than stories. Uh and I think the best thing you can t- do with stories
0: is tell them. I also feel like sometimes we we forget that we are in the middle of our journey. That in the journey, we're in middle. We're in, we're in middle, a story. We yeah. don't know. We're in the journey, and also, we are like we are best-selling or th- uh, best-selling novels. You know, like blockbuster films, just waiting to be released because we're in process. We all are in, in process, process and, and and that's it, man. We just have to keep, you know, showering ourselves with the love that we need to provide to be able to provide these these stories to the world because. I think uh, we need them. I think we need stories, and we need more, we and more need stories. Stories. And I think stories helps us um, stay hopeful, and and also like help you empathize. So, so it's lovely. Yeah, thank you,
1: yeah. thank you so much, Harsh, for being a part of thank this. You. It's it's been a pleasure to have you on Alive and Kicking. I couldn't think of anyone better than you to talk about stories um, that you have, that I have, and. Uh, i have to before i end this i have to say we are going to be on spotify we are going to be on facebook Lovely. instagram youtube <laughs> and i hope you guys wow. tune in you guys see it you guys tell us what you feel uh, you can share yeah. your stories and uh, yeah. that's it Man, i think
0: i just want to say that like i said f- 600 times i am i am very happy that you started this podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a, you, like it's a very Cool thing that you have got yourself a team of really hardworking people, including yourself, and uh, a a a place where you can create and give more, and you're giving a lot more. So I feel like I am um, very, 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 very happy that you're doing this, and I am honestly quite grateful and extremely honored. I'm I'm Mount Lev, Mount level I was gonna say Mount Everest level honored that you that I could be sitting here and talking about like two or three things that I know um, and be able to learn a lot today um, and I really look forward to you growing every single day every single week every single year I hope you I hope you keep writing I hope you keep creating I hope you keep um, looking out Uh, for those moments of inspiration and those uh, those moments of joy and sharing Um, and you never ever ever stop telling our stories thank you Raham
1: thank you so much Harsh Uh, (laughs) tight hug warm hugs thank you so much love Uh, it's a it's always a humbling experience listening to you uh but yeah but i i'm going to le- i'm going to spam you when the episode comes out and uh, yes. i'm going to tell it to you so do share share it uh, because sharing is yeah <laughs> sharing is sharing sharing is good uh, like it because there's already a lot to dislike in the world and subscribe because it doesn't wow. take a penny you know That's a nice thank you this is this is rahul Bhamne signing off from uh, alive and kicking thank you so much hey so the next time someone asks you how are you doing you better say i'm alive and kicking thank you for making it till the end of the podcast you can check out our other episodes and visit our social media pages for other alive and kicking related content thank you